Welcome back to the Triple Threat. Now, back to Joe, H, and Eric from the Archview Flooring Studios on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2FM, and InsideSTL.com. Howard, this is two Fridays in a row that Rock has just completely ignored I know. the H-Bomb segment. Yep. And what music you know needs what it to is. be played. Rock and has mentally checked out. This is a man who will have a job come November 28th. <laughs> and he still just Maybe. doesn't give a Maybe. You know what. But here's the thing. And is, he is just, I mean, just absolute. Just excuse shows me. Excuse zero. me. Production value. Bring it in with a different song. Bringing the segment oh, in with another song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. He meant to do this. But here's the thing. Is we're, we're, working on, we're working on the H-bomb continuing forward. And Rock could very well looks like he'll be in charge of it again. It's so like we're just good luck with this. that. It's almost like I planned it. This I good way. luck with that. This is not going to st- on the new show. By the way, four to seven starting November twenty eighth. Myself, Cam Jansen, TJ Mo, Hannah Yates, and uh, Matt Whitener. Check it out. Howard, you want to bring in? Uh, yes, Skip I, Weber. I will. I will do that as you hear that music, because it is time for the H bomb, and we say a very good afternoon. To uh, Skip Weber from Weber Chevrolet and WeberChevrolet.com, who, of course, I I was just mentioning Skip uh, in the last segment. I was talking about the dinner uh, last night at the Ritz, which uh, you were uh, there in person and uh, for the first time and and enjoyed it along with a lot of other people on a great night. I really enjoyed it. That was a, a fantastic event. And and I mentioned, and we were saying afterward, as uh, some of us, Skip, hung out, and uh, the Ritz there and the cigar barn just from the committee shooting it. And we were all saying how we hit a home run with, with Lou Holtz. And then, I, and, then, and then I said, yeah, now we're under the pressure to, to at least equal that or be better next year. And that's not going to be easy. That'll be very, very difficult. He was you – know, I've never been a Notre Dame fan. And I know he coached more places than just Notre Dame. But I knew he was a very good coach. I respected him as a coach. But he was as good – of a speaker at a, at a thing like that that I've ever heard. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, he had a little bit of motivational stuff in there, but yep. everything was entertaining. It was just, it was entertaining is what it was. Right, exactly. And he never stopped. He was boom, 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 boom. No script, no standing behind a podium. It was and, really good. And then it's getting late, and he goes, after speaking for 45 minutes, he, he looks to the side and says, oh, are we doing a question and answer? And so yeah, he was ready for and it. And someone in the committee said, no, no, we'll, we'll just, you know, just wrap it up. And so he said, oh, okay, I, I, I'd go on for another hour. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, pretty was amazing. For, for pretty amazing. People's questions. Very, very impressive. It is time for the H-bomb for week 11 in the National Football League. And unlike last week when we had to add some college games to the list because we only had two eligible NFL games, this week is a plethora, if you will, of games with seven that are eligible, five home teams that are favored by six and a half points or more. So we all have a bunch of games to choose from, and sometimes sometimes it's harder when there's more games to choose from. So I'm going to be very curious the direction that everybody goes. So here we are, and here we go with the eligible games. Detroit at home, a six-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Lions coming back from their bye. Kansas City, winners of five in a row. The second longest win streak in the NFL at this moment at home. Seven and a half points favorite. Seven and a half point favorite over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Giants having won four games in a row. Seven and a half at home over the Chicago Bears. 
course, the team with the longest win streak in the NFL and a team now that knows who its quarterback is going to be going forward, as if no one really figured that out. The Dallas Cowboys at home, a seven-point favorite over the Baltimore Ravens. On the road, the Pittsburgh Steelers are eight over the Cleveland Browns. New England on the road, 13 over the San Francisco 49ers. And our final eligible game, Seattle at home, six and a half over the Philadelphia Eagles. So there are our seven games, and we get right to it, as usual, with Rock. Dropping the bomb on the Dallas Cowboys on this one. Baltimore has a very good defense. I think Dallas... It's going to be a close one. I I just don't see this one being a, a very big win for the Cowboys. Probably a three or four point one, but that Baltimore defense still will help keep it close, even with Dak and Elliott with the way they've been playing. So I'm dropping my bomb on the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we now go to uh, Brian Hoffman as he sits in second place, tied uh, with Skip Weber. Hoff. I honestly have no idea. I can see all these teams <laughs> covering, so I'll just do what I've done once before and it worked. I'll pick the best dog, and to me, the best dog is Philadelphia. So I'll drop the ball, the bomb rather, on Seattle, anticipating that they will drop the ball at home. Trust Carson Wentz to at least keep that game close. I'll take the Eagles. All right, there we go. Brian Hoffman with dropping it on the Eagles. Next, we go to. See, I'm trying to get. That, I think I'm getting the order right today without messing up at all. So far, so good. Yeah, Eric Messersmith. Where, where am I at in the standings there, H? You are tied. I don't know which way you want to look at it. You're either tied for fifth or tied for last with Rock at, okay. four, at four and six. I'll choose to look at it as tied for fifth. <laughs> so, obviously, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. And I think part of my problem is, and Skip's talked about, I think I overanalyze it. So, I'm looking too much, and I think I just need to simplify it. So, I look at these games, and I say, there's one team that is both on the road, and has to travel across the country. And that's the New England Patriots. And it's a huge line. So I'm dropping the bomb on the Patriots. And also, their front seven is not that good. And the one thing San Francisco can do, and I'm analyzing a little bit here, I shouldn't even do this, is San Francisco can run the ball. Seventh in the league in 120 yards a game. So I think the 49ers keep this close. All right, there we go. Finally learning how to really look. <laughs> I've been, I'm, stealing, I'm stealing your strategy, Skip, because mine ain't working. Let's go to Joe Roderick. I, I want, I really want to pick the Bears over the Giants. Why would you want to do that? Because I'm just looking at these games available, that's really what I want to do. But I think I'm going to go based on what I need most out of fantasy this week. <laughs> and that's I need a big game out of Jameis Winston. So I'm going with the Buccaneers over the Chiefs. All right. There we go. We're getting through these games with one on all on seven games. So far we have picks on four different ones as we go to Skip Weber. Well, there's two games that slide right into my philosophy and my metrics. Two games that slide perfectly in. I, um, under normal circumstances, I would jump immediately on the Pittsburgh at Cleveland game with the hometown underdog of Cleveland and the division rival. I mean, those two teams have hated each other since the dawn of time. There's just not as many blowouts and those types of things. And the hometown underdog 
The problem is, is I'm tired of being burned by Cleveland. They <laughs> helped me out early in the year. They've been on this list every week. I picked them out a couple t- a couple other times, and they and they failed for me. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Eric. I I totally love the the ten point spread and the hometown underdog. Very very rare that a hometown team is over ten points of an underdog. And when you factor in the three time zone difference, which is the the last minor piece of my of my thoughts, I, I usually ignore it. But when you factor that in here too, I love it. I love that game. You know, uh, almost got the uh, direct hit off the off the double digit spread and division rivalry last week with San Francisco and Arizona. So I, I like I like that uh, that pick a lot. Thirteen is, is just so many points. And and of course everybody said, yeah, San Francisco's lost a lot of games by more than two touchdowns, but they played well last week. We'll see what happens. I just I just got to follow my uh, my philosophy and, and go with that one. Also, Rob Gronkowski officially rolled out. So I'm liking this pick even more, Skip. Wow, I'm surprised that it's a 13-point spread. That once again, well, though, that might change, the, but that it will be too late for this. Don't the odds makers don't look at it like that? The odds makers look at who's going to bet, and if you look at New England fans that bet, they will bet on New England no matter what you said. So they're probably often slightly inflated, even though they probably co- they probably cover plenty of them. I don't know, but that's what they look at. So they they need they need to have fifty percent of betters on both sides of the coin. That's that's their goal, not necessarily a prediction of who's going to win, where the money's going to flow. That's where these lines come from in the first place. So I think that um, that that Gronkowski, you know, everybody that loves New England's going to bet on them anyway. No one's going to bet against them. So I, I think I think that that I'm, I'm really really confident in that in that game. And one of the interesting side story of this game is that, believe it or not, in all the years that he's been in the league, Tom Brady, this is the first time that he is going back to his hometown in the Bay Area to play a game. First time they've ever really? played. In, yeah, yeah the, the one other time it would have been was the year he was hurt in 2008. That was the other time that they, were, they played the 49ers in San Francisco. Of course, he grew up a 49ers fan. He talks about being at games. He was talking about, a lot of different. He had some pretty good stuff to say in his uh, interviews. Did Brady uh, this ever week. play in St. Louis? In St. Louis, you know, Hoff shaking his head yes because I was wondering that 2008 season would have been they would have that would have been a game that would have yeah well I don't know it depends on how it fell right. home and away the one time when because the, they went they, to they, England they, they, they were they in got, London they got blown out yeah, they London. Were in London and that was would that have yeah whatever year that. What year would that have been? Yeah, Maybe that was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve away from us. Yeah, yeah. so so yeah. in two thousand four was would have been when he played in St. Louis then, hmm. when he would have played in the dome. He should have. I guess hmm. he should have. Okay. But, so we'll have to we'll have to check in. I'm that. looking Just it up curious. right now. Okay. So anyway, that's a little sidelight on that game. Well, it comes to me now, and sitting in with my nice little uh, two game lead uh, in this uh, in this race, and I have the plane. Uh, gassed up because there are some there are some I had to be prepared because there are some you know longer trips here to get to the site of the bomb dropping and I've gone back and forth a little bit on this but I am airborne I am on my way to the site I am hovering rock I am hovering and so we've got the bomb in place the bomb bay doors are open let it go rock I'm going with Hoff on this one, I'm dropping the bomb on the Seattle Seahawks. I'm being a little greedy from the standpoint of 
I have a four-game – this might be unprecedented, Skip, in H-bomb history. I have a four-week winning streak of direct hits. And so I don't, Humble know, brag. I don't know if I can pull that off again. I think this might be the game with the best chance of that, even though Seattle's playing good football now. Uh, Russell Wilson is healthy. That makes them more dangerous. The Eagles are pretty good defensively. Jim Schwartz is good with coming up with plans for other teams. I'm not sure how offensively how the Eagles are going to do on the road in a very difficult place to play. I think it'll be close. Might be a stretch to think they can win it, but I think of most of these games that might have the best chance of a direct hit, but I like it, and I'm dropping it on the Seahawks. And there we go. Interesting. So that is our, those, those are our H-bomb picks for the week. And as now as we hurdle, Skip, towards Thanksgiving, we're going to have to do the H-bomb. We have to figure out which day next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday with the holidays because we won't be on the air. Uh, but we'll get in touch about that. But hurling towards the holidays and the end of November and, of course, Black Friday and all the great stuff always going on at Weber Chevrolet. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, we are so excited about this year's Black Friday. Um, normally, I wouldn't talk about it ahead of time. I don't want to ruin it. But I'm not going to tell you what the details are. But you know, we're going to have some great, great numbers and great sales leading up to it because Black Friday really means 20 vehicles for us. We have a lot of great deals the rest of the day beyond that, but it's 20 vehicles per store. So first off, pre-owned vehicles—they're not involved with Black Friday. So those we're selling those down because we're going to take so many trades. We need to make room for those. And secondly. Um, a lot of the 2016s are not going to be in Black Friday. We always do the brand new stuff. So there's still great deals to be had. This is a perfect weekend, too, because the more we sell, the better our deals are Black Friday So for our 17s. So we're definitely, definitely looking at uh, making some, some super deals and, and, and heading off you know, into, into next week. So uh, check it out, WeberChevrolet.com. I think you'll be really happy going into Black Friday week. All right. You have a great weekend. And we shall talk with you and see how all the H-Bomb games came out. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. All right. Take care. Skip Weber, Weber Chevrolet, WeberChevrolet.com. Great place to check out all that they have at their different locations. Check it out in advance. See the prices. See the offers. See what the cars look like. All the great perks and all the great features that are in the cars. And then head on over to one of the locations most convenient for you, two in Illinois in Columbia and Granite City, and, of course, in Creve Corps at Olive and 270. That's Weber Chevrolet and WeberChevrolet.com. We take a break. When we come back, we'll put a bow on this week of the Triple Threat here on the all-new 590 The Fan. Confidence, the champagne. 